Welcome to Lead with Less, the podcast for confident professionals with me, your host, Tash Peterson, Certified Leadership and Mindset Coach. This is the podcast for confident professionals that will help you move through overwhelm, burnout and self-doubt by sharing actionable strategies and practical steps that can have an immediate impact for you. With a mix of solo and guest episodes, I will share everything I've learned and applied over the last decade that has enabled me to create an extremely successful HR career and since then a profitable and thriving coaching business, all while blending it with everyday life and motherhood. I've also coached and empowered over 150 clients through one-on-one coaching and group programs to transform their lives and careers using these strategies. They now confidently thrive as their best selves and now I want you to have access to all of the goods too. This is the perfect spot if you're new to your career, a seasoned professional or aspiring into a people leadership role and want to lead with less so you can live and work with more confidence, clarity and energy. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Lead With Less. In this episode, I am talking about overcoming overwhelm. This is definitely one of the biggest things that I regularly need to check in on and regularly need to reset with, and also something that I often talk about with my clients as well is the overwhelm that they get because of the busyness, the fullness of their work, the fullness of their lives, and it's getting even more and more prevalent with how connected we are, We don't have time to switch off and how the to-do lists are just getting worse and worse and worse. So what I'm going to talk about in this episode is really how we can start identifying overwhelm and what it is and how it's affecting us and then some strategies on how you can start to overcome overwhelm. These are the strategies that I personally use and that I regularly share with my clients as a way for them to better manage their overwhelm and to help to minimize it happening in the future. So I hope that they can be really helpful for you as well. So I wanted to just see what the dictionary said about overwhelm. (laughs) So I asked what the definition was and the definition was to be buried or drowned beneath a huge mass of something. And it says especially water. But isn't this just the truth of it, right? Like we become overwhelmed because we feel like we are drowning. We feel like we are buried beneath this insurmountable to-do list, the insurmountable to-dos in life, at home, at work, with friends, with family, with our partners. It just feels endless, right? Like we feel like we're drowning. And this has just gotten worse and worse over the last few years, probably the last couple of decades with the increase in technology use, the increase in that blurred line between work and home life, just not knowing where that line really is drawn. So not knowing where work really finishes and where our personal lives really begin. And we can constantly just feel this consistent sense of drowning. And the way that I kind of think about overwhelm and how I tend to identify it when it's happening with clients is the focus on everything, right? We're focusing on the whole to-do list. We're focusing on the whole project. We're focusing on the whole week ahead or the whole month ahead or the whole year ahead. We're focusing on everything that is going on in our life at once instead of focusing on what is the next thing. What is the next most important thing that I need to do? What is the next action I can take versus the focusing on 
everything at the same time. And when we do that, when we focus on everything, when everything is at the center of our attention, the brain becomes paralyzed because it becomes overwhelmed by all of those things. It feels like it's drowning. It feels like it's too much. And then it just shuts down and looks for the easy way out, right? That's why when our to-do list feels insurmountable, when our inbox is riling out of control with the amount of unread emails, when we're constantly being asked to do things or asked questions, we just want to tap out. We just want to start watching Netflix. We just want to run away, book a holiday and say goodbye to work. We want to shut down and not deal with what's going on at home or with our friends or anything like that. Because when the brain has too much to focus on, when it is trying to focus on everything at the same time, it shuts down. And the brain, as much as it's such a great thing, it also wants to try and use the least amount of energy. Right? Because the more that we can conserve energy, the more energy we have in case we need to fight something or we go into a stress response. And so the brain then goes, what's the easiest thing I can do, which is usually to do nothing? So then we don't tackle anything. We don't do anything on our to-do list. And then tomorrow, guess what? The overwhelm gets bigger and bigger. We feel like we're buried even more and we feel like we're drowning even deeper. So how... Could you recognize that this is actually happening for you? The number one thing is if you're finding yourself procrastinating constantly. You can see the things that you need to do, but you're always finding a reason to not do them. And the second way that you can identify this is recognizing what overwhelm feels like in your body. So, for example, when I feel overwhelmed, I can I have this constant state of Uh, fidgetiness and I don't know if that's a word probably not this constant state of feeling fidgety feeling like I just can't seem to concentrate and I just want to tap out I want to go and read my book I want to have a nap I want to go outside but I know that I really need to just do this task that's been sitting on my list and I need to do it so recognizing when overwhelm is showing up for you so kind of getting clear on what overwhelm feels like in your body so it could be it could be that kind of classic stress response as well where your heart's beating really quickly your breath is really short you're starting to feel like a little bit sweaty you have a knot in your stomach and you feel like everything just is too much and of course you keep finding reasons to just do everything else (laughs) versus what you really just need to be doing So I wanted to share some tips on how you can move through overwhelm. And these are some really simple strategies that if practiced consistently and practiced over time can be really helpful and really powerful for you. And they definitely are for me when I practice them. And what I've come to realize is that I can't only do them when I am overwhelmed, right? So what we tend to do when we learn new strategies is we're like, oh, okay, when I'm feeling stressed, I will then do this. Or when I'm feeling overwhelmed, I will then do this, which is all well and good, right? Like we want to use them when we are feeling those things. However, what we also want to do is focus on how we can prevent becoming overwhelmed in the first place, how we can prevent becoming stressed in the first place. So these strategies will also help with being being more preventative so that we minimize overwhelm happening in the future. So I already mentioned the first thing is to notice. So notice when you 
feel overwhelmed. Notice when overwhelm tends to show up the most for you. This could be regularly checking in with your body. This could be just taking note of in the last month or even in the last week or maybe even in the last 24 hours, when have you noticed overwhelm taking over? And taking note of what are some of those signals so that you know what signals to look for before like as they start to manifest themselves now self-awareness is the key to any change if we want to minimize overwhelm taking over we need to recognize when it might be showing up or we recognize how often it shows up so that we then have the signal in our brain to look for without knowing we don't actually know that it's happening and then we kind of just go into that autopilot mode where we're almost just overwhelmed all of the time so learning to notice what you could do that could be really helpful here is each day maybe a couple of times a day put a reminder in your calendar to do a little body scan or to do a mindful check-in and go what is it that i'm feeling right now am i feeling overwhelmed am i feeling stressed if so this is what i then do and i'll share some follow-up practices that you can add into your list here so creating some mindful check-ins can be really powerful because you can regularly check in, am I starting to become overwhelmed? Am I starting to feel the overwhelm taking over? And then if that is happening, I can then go, okay, great. So this is what I will then do next versus not taking any time to recognize or to become self-aware. And then we're then reactively trying to deal with the overwhelm. The second thing is to do a brain dump. So a brain dump is a type of journaling practice actually where we just write down everything that's in the brain. There's something really powerful and energy shifting about physically writing things out that is very soothing, very light um, lighting. <laughs> Probably not the right word to use, but we can almost feel it lightening in our body. We can feel our body becoming more spacious, more expansive, and it almost feels like we're just releasing and letting go. So this is writing everything that's going on in your brain. So this could be things that you're worried about, things that you fear, all of your to-do lists, all of the things that your brain is saying is important, all of the things that you know that you need to get done tomorrow, next week, next month, next year, everything that's taking up space. So getting it all out. Now, this needs to be quite unfiltered and unedited. So just write it out, write whatever is coming to mind writing it out on the piece of paper don't overly edit because then we are starting to go into thinking brain which is not the purpose of brain dumping we're just wanting to get it out create space once we've brain dumped once it's all out on the piece of paper we need a change of scenery so going into a completely different space so either go outside go for a walk you might go into a closed meeting room or if you work from home go into your lounge and do a dance party maybe go and have a drink of water just something that's away from where your current overwhelm is manifesting itself so if you're feeling overwhelmed at your desk or at your laptop or your computer going somewhere else for five or ten minutes just to shift the energy you've just brain dumped you've just cleared your mind so then change your energetic state by going somewhere else by changing that scene this is really, really helpful to take the brain out of the moment of overwhelm or into uh, out of the out of the environment of overwhelm, shifting it and then coming back. 
when we can shift that energy, when we can shift that state, we can then come back into the space and then tackle it from a reset place. The next thing that we need to do then is identify priority number one. Only one. Priority number one, only one. This is probably the hardest part, (laughs) the most challenging part of this process, is identifying priority number one. Remember, overwhelm is the focus on everything. The brain trying to say that everything is important. But what is priority number one? If I only did one thing, one thing that moved the needle, one thing that added value, one thing that changed a circumstance, what would that be? What is priority number one? Sometimes we can't self-identify what priority number one is, depending on the type of work that we do. So if that is the case, like if you work as part of a project team or you're doing work collaboratively with other people or you're part of a team where you're regularly checking in on priorities and project plans and things like that, this is the part where we need to communicate and go, look, I've got so much on my plate. I actually don't know what is the most important based on what we need to deliver. Can we talk about that? Can we identify that together? If you work for yourself, like me, this is probably even more challenging because everything constantly feels like a priority. So again, having someone in, which I've spoken about on previous episodes, is having someone in your corner that you can check in with, that you can soundboard with. And also having your clear strategy or your clear goals so even if you are an individual you don't necessarily own a business you you don't necessarily you know create strategies or things like that but you will have goals of what you're wanting to achieve what are the things that need to be done day to day week to week month to month those are the guiding things of what we then do task wise so what's the overarching thing that we're wanting to achieve that we're wanting to do and then how does that translate into the next task that we need to focus on So the really important part here is if you are unsure about what priority number one is, get someone in your corner that can help you soundboard and articulate that. Or don't feel, don't feel doubt, don't feel worry or anxiety to ask for insight from your manager or from your team or from your project lead or whoever is setting that vision, that goal, that strategy to re-identify what the priority is. It doesn't mean that you are weak. It doesn't mean that you're incompetent. It doesn't mean that you should know better. It means that we can self-identify, hey, I've got way too many things on my plate. It's hard to identify what priority number one is. I need your help to do that. That actually is far more confidence building and far more empowering than trying to figure it out by yourself, becoming burnt out, becoming even more overwhelmed and just not doing anything. So we need to identify what priority number one is. If you have been following me for a long time or have worked with me before, I talk a lot about something that I learned was that priorities was never meant to be a plural word. The word priority is only singular because there can only be one priority at a time. And this is what priority number one is all about. There is only the priority right now, fulfilling that priority, completing it, and then moving to the next priority. And that's what my next point here is. It's doing only the next thing. What is the next thing? Right? So once we've identified priority number one, we only do that thing. 
just that thing. Once that thing is done, then we move on to the next. When we finish that priority number one, we then move on to the next. That's it. We're not getting caught up again in what are all of the things, oh, but I need to do this, oh, but I need to do that, all of that. It's just priority number one, which we've identified, then we do that. That is it. Then, once we've done that thing, we go back to our brain dumping list and we go, okay, finish that priority, what's the next priority number one? And then we do that again. Doing it this way, the brain has only one thing to focus on at a time, which means that it's far less likely to become paralyzed, to shut down and find an easier route, which is usually to do nothing or to scroll Instagram or watch Netflix or whatever it might be. Or go spend another conversation at the water cooler if you're in the office. And then we do this again and again and again. The more that we practice this, the simpler this process becomes. The more that we practice this, the more that we create habits of focusing on key priorities one at a time and the tasks that we need to do to fulfill that priority. Now, there are going to be times where you're doing this and you get sidetracked. You're like, oh my God, but I need to do this. And oh my God, I need to do that. What I recommend is having a post-it note or having another piece of paper, write down whatever's coming up, whatever's distracting you, and then go, okay, it's written down. I'll come back to that later. We often go down that rabbit hole because we're worried that we'll forget about it. But actually, if we just write it down, take note, we can then come back to it when we have the space, when we're finished our, num our priority number one, and then we can figure out where that then sits in the list of importance. All right, so those are the key steps to the process of moving through overwhelm. Noticing, so building a signal practice of noticing when you become overwhelmed and regularly checking in to make sure that you're noticing overwhelm before it becomes crippling, before it becomes paralyzing. Brain dumping, clearing out the mind, making sure that we are creating space in the mind to actually be able to focus. Change of scenery, so once we've brain dumped, once we've cleared that space, change our energy, change our scenery for five or ten minutes before we come back to continue the work. Identify priority number one, only one, and you might need to communicate with other people. You might need to communicate with your team or your coach or your mentor, whoever is part of your team, so that you can, if you can't self-identify priority number one, that you have support in doing that instead of wasting time trying to figure it out. And then you only do the next thing. And as you become distracted, writing it down on a notepad or a post-it note and then coming back to it once you're back at re-identifying priority number one. And we do that again and again and again. The more that we practice, the simpler and easier this practice becomes over time. It will feel really challenging if you are prone to becoming overwhelmed, if you're prone to feeling stuck and paralyzed. But the more that we practice these steps, the easier it becomes. And I promise you, the more that this is practiced, the more overwhelm, the occurrence of overwhelm will become minimized and decrease. And just to finish up here, I just wanted to share some mindset reminders when it comes to moving through overwhelm. The first thing is, is that you can only do what you can do. You can only do the best that you can do with the energy and time you have available. That's it. 
And if you try and do more than that, you're actually going to be delivering less quality work. The second thing, and this one <laughs> tends to create some anxiety when I, when I say this one, is there will always be more to do. Your to-do list will literally never, ever end. Because once you clear the list, something else will pop up. Because that is life. We're always moving. We're always doing something. There's always the next thing that we're looking at. And so there's always going to be more to do. So focusing on only priority number one and only focusing on the next thing, not all of the things, is the most critical thing that we can do. And the last mindset reminder that I'll share here is that it takes practice. It takes practice. If you are prone to being overwhelmed and feeling overwhelmed, the brain will actually have created a state of comfort and normalcy in that feeling. And so now to actually rewire it and do something different that actually becomes more supportive and helpful to us, it's going to take time and practice. And as I mentioned before, it will get easier over time. The more that you practice your self-awareness of when it might be coming up for you, when it might be showing up, to then shifting it and doing something differently. To rewire the brain to show up in a different way and to be more intentional with the way that we're showing up rather than just becoming paralyzed by everything that's going on in our brain. So that's my episode on overcoming overwhelm. I just wanted to keep this one short and sweet to give you some practical steps that you can follow and do. This is a game changer for my clients. It's a game changer for me when I practice it and I also do my best to practice it preventatively. Uh, I'm a human so I still become overwhelmed <laughs> because that's life. Again though the more that I practice it the more that I notice the difference. The more that I notice that I don't become as overwhelmed as I used to before I really put these things into place. So I hope that those steps are really helpful for you. Go back and listen to them, write them down, put them on a post-it note so you can keep them front and center so that if you start to notice, you have the steps in front of you to follow. And as that becomes more solidified as your practice, it'll be something that you do uh, more on autopilot. Let me know what you think. Send me an email, send me a message on LinkedIn or Instagram. I would love to hear if this episode was helpful for you. And I will see you on the next episode of Lead With Less. Hey there, before you jump off this episode, I wanted to share with you that my Reboot Challenge is kicking off at the beginning of September. Reboot is all about how to reset your energy and clear your mind as we go into the last quarter of the year. Reboot is my annual challenge that is going to help create more space, create more calm and create more peace so that you can move through the rest of the year with more resilience, confidence, clarity and energy. If you want to join us for the Reboot Challenge, make sure you head to the link in the show notes to sign up, grab your spot and come start of September, you will receive everything you need to know to get started with the 14-day challenge. It is super simple, super practical, super actionable. You'll get daily emails with one small action to reboot yourself before the end of the year. So head to the show notes and get signed up. Thank you for listening to this episode of Lead With Less, the podcast for confident professionals with me, Tash Peterson. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and take a moment to leave a review on iTunes. 
As a thank you, each month, one lucky reviewer will get a 45-minute one-to-one coaching session with me where you will get the tools and strategies to lead with less burnout, overwhelm, and self-doubt. And if you know anyone who could benefit from listening to the show, then please do share this with them and help me reach as many confident professionals as possible.